welcome into the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm here with the Worth Brothers, Jordan and Josh. Yo, hey, what's up, everybody? Yo, all right. How you guys doing? Man, I'm feeling so good. That draft that we just had the other night, I, I'm still living off that high. <sighs> yeah, it didn't go the way I was expecting. I mean, I was glad to get the early RBs, but uh, I tell you what, though, Jay, uh, Jay sure sure did pretty dang good jay's team looks really good he's been listening yeah he texted me uh the other day and he's like yo uh so how 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 was my draft like were you just messing with me because i told him his draft was good and he's like were you just messing with me i was like yeah man i'm gonna be honest with you your team really sucked and and then i i messaged him afterwards i was like nah i'm just messing with you like his team i mean having cd and waddle as keepers that late though definitely really helped him but i, I uh, recommend getting in a keeper league everybody it's a lot of fun he drafted really well though. that's what i was gonna say he put the rbs together to go with it i mean i i thought he did great it it turned out awesome it was it was a lot of fun i i can't wait to see the way the season goes i took a lot of flyer players that's for sure minor my team is pure upside it's either <laughs> gonna be really good or i'm going to be taking the punishment swing for those fences you gotta mm-hmm I'm yep. okay with it. Yeah, there's right. a lot of places where I, you know, I just stuck true to my my beliefs and my rankings and I was like, okay, I got to reach for this guy, but it's not a reach when it's the full, you know, when ADP is full of guys that you're just fading and fading and fading. So, remember to to not be a slave to ADP too, okay guys? I think the only true reach that happened for us was Pierce going in the 5th. That one still oh. kind of blows my mind. It's a home league, baby. That one just blew my mind. I, yeah, that was crazy. I, it, it happens. <laughs> I you get know. it. I, I do. It, it's, it wasn't terrible for his team. I think his team turned out great. I mean, honestly, yeah. I think this is probably going to be one of our more competitive seasons. Um, I got to say, though, I'm pretty excited for our dynasty matchup this week. Yeah, you're you're going down. No, That's I the did. matchup of the week. It's 50 50. Point six points. This I know <laughs> difference between you and I this week. It, it could be the difference between first and second too, and uh, going into the playoffs. So. It's gonna be so great. That's gonna we'll be. See what it won't be. Yeah, yeah, I know. You you'd like to have something to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> but on another really big note, did you guys know football starts tomorrow? Yes, football season. Now we get to all find out how right or wrong we were about everything we've been talking about for months all off season. Yep, it's, my vindication it's, is finally coming. It's all. It's <laughs> all starting tomorrow and what a game to start with too i mean we've got we've got the buffalo bills taking on the defending champion rams uh couldn't have had a better matchup in my opinion to start the season it's lovely very well could be a super bowl matchup yeah you know it could have been the super bowl matchup last year maybe depending on if overtime rules were a little bit different Mm -hmm. so I, I can't wait to watch the game. I can't. There's a lot of big players in the game. It's juicy with fantasy options. It yes. is. So, so many. <laughs> Start and your guys in this one. Yes. Whatever you do, though. Thursday night game, do not start your players in the flex. Yes. Put them in the wide receiver or RB position just in case you have an injury later this week. Right. You can take them out. So if do it not feels weird them. to you to have your RB one in the flex position, just remember that's better than an injury happening and something happening where you can't flex somebody. So exactly. Definitely take them out. So I just can't wait to see the matchup. We got, you know, basically the Cooper Cup 
and uh, Matthew Stafford show on one side, and then you got Allen Robinson's first game with them. Going to be interesting to watch that one. Yeah, he's yeah. a really interesting flex option. I think we're going to touch on a little bit later, maybe. And yep. Cam Akers, we get to see if he's what okay, he looks like, what the splits after, like after the full off season. I mean, he did come back at the end of last year and played through the playoffs, and you know, didn't do a lot with his touches, but they won the Super Bowl. So we'll see if he can just improve in, on his efficiency and uh, kind of do something nobody else has ever done. Yep. Then the other side, we've got the usual Josh Allen. We've got uh, you know he's got 294 yards on the road. I mean he's start him i mean everywhere you can never take him out of your lineup yep. i don't care who he's playing uh you got gabe davis we get to see if the hype is there you know the hype all off season we finally get to see if he lives up to it i know it's only one game but i'm curious to see how much they use him in this game me too i'm excited to see what the snap counts look like because it was just uh you know inconsistent last year and i think it's gonna finally be you know a floor that you can count on. Yeah. If he's got the snap share, I think he's going to be great. And so I think he's going to be great. I haven't projected that he's going to be there on the field all the time. So, you know, not all, I mean, you know, all the time for a wide receiver too. Please make sure Stefan Diggs is in your lineup, (laughs) but not in the flex. That's right. Yes. If you're flexing Stefan Diggs, anyways, you're doing great. If you're uh, if you're new to fantasy football and this is your first year playing, like don't uh, don't start questioning yourself now about the guys you drafted. Start the guys that you drafted to start, and like your lineup should be set. Other than maybe you have some questions at the flex, or maybe if you're like strong at wide receiver or strong at running back and weak at the other, you may have some questions at your RB two or wide receiver two, even though you know who you're flexing. So. Yeah. Um, we're going to try and help you out with some of those questions today. You're starting your your stars. You drafted them to be stars. They're there for a reason. They're drafted that high because they're still going to get theirs. So keep them in your lineups. It's hard. I know sometimes I question myself and I look at a matchup. I Last year, every time a running back played Tampa Bay, I was like, Dad, I want to take him out of my lineup. But you can't. It's it's hard, I know, but you can't, you can't pull them out. So, yep. Don't beat yourself, guys. Let's hop into a little bit of news here. Uh, it sounds like Zach Wilson is not going to be starting this week, so Joe Flacco is going to be getting the start at QB. Uh, I think this is actually pretty good for the wide receiver room, honestly. Uh, I I was talking to you guys earlier about this. I, I really like Elijah Moore uh, this week. Um, I did say uh, earlier that it was – when Joe Flacco started, there was like 400 and I can't remember the exact number, like 471 snaps. And he had a 31% target share uh, when Joe Flacco started. Love the numbers. I, I think this could be a big week for Elijah Moore. Like him in DFS. I just, yeah. Uh, I, I don't necessarily know that this is really a major upgrade at all for the wide receivers. I think Flacco is like definitely past his best years. Um, and yeah, he showed a little bit last year, but we're we're hoping that Zach Wilson's taken a step forward or that he at least can during the course of this season. Um, and so I think that's really where the upside lies with a lot of these Jets players is just uh, like hoping that Zach Wilson can come back and actually move forward and be worth that, you know, second overall pick that he was in the NFL draft. So, um, but 
you know, as as far as it goes right now, we did hear Garrett Wilson talk about, you know, how Flacco's passes were easier to catch, basically. <laughs> so yeah. um, so in the short term for a week or two, maybe this is a good thing. Zach Wilson's going to be out, what, three, three weeks? weeks. Like back week three four weeks. is what they're saying. And they're so. three pretty tough weeks. They uh, are. I mean, that they, they, they have yeah. could easily start the season 0-3. Yep, but Joe, Joe Flacco faces his former team, the Ravens. Uh, that's you know, it's been a long time since he played there, but it's still kind of a exciting revenge. Three narrative. of those this week, three revenge games this week. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. The scheduling couldn't have been any better. It's like uh, they planned it that yeah, way. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it looks like uh, Lamar Jackson still has not had a deal get done. He told reporters that. The deadline to get a deal done is going to be this Friday. Are you guys I, worried? I'm not, but are you? I don't see a deal getting done, but I also don't see any chance that they let him walk. I mean, no. I, you know, there, there's no way. It's just unfortunate for him. He doesn't have a long-term deal done yet. I actually saw a really funny joke. I just got to throw this in there. Someone po- They posted that on that tweet about him not getting a deal done by Friday, and someone like, screenshot the running back uh how much the top running backs are paid and they were like i don't know what he's complaining about look at the top running backs (laughs) it was like 16 million you know and i was just like like for uh and i was just i was kind of laughing i was like that's mean like yeah yeah, he's he's proved he can be a quarterback oh yeah no he's he's great um honestly you know i've heard some people talking about it and he very he they he may very well end up (laughs) Playing on a franchise tag at some point. Um, it doesn't seem like he's really urgent about getting this done, but it also doesn't seem like we haven't heard even rumors that he's demanding a trade or anything like that. So yeah, uh, he would make a ridiculous amount of money playing on the franchise tag. Um, but I could see him franchise tag year. him for two years. I will see what happens. I don't think it has any effect this year, whether they sign him or not. No, but I think I think next year if they franchise tagged him, I could see him holding out the type of quarterback that he is with how much he runs. He's got to get some sort of deal done because I don't. They've offered him money like, oh, they've offered him a lot of money, a lot of money. Yeah. Like like, I don't know the exact details and I'm sure pretty much nobody knows outside of like Lamar and his mom, I believe is his agent, but it's like 45 mil plus. I guarantee there's nothing. There's no way that it's under 45 mil. No, I'm sure they offered what they thought was the bag and would get it done. Um, And it's probably some like small details. Like we've seen this with a lot of guys where, it's like, oh, they're forever apart. They're forever apart. They offered this and they don't want it. And then like all of a sudden overnight, the deal's done out of nowhere. And they, so, they removed an and. Yeah. And it, everything was it's fixed. Some tiny contract thing or like he wants, he wants this much guaranteed in yeah. this year versus this year. Like, and they don't want to do that because of a certain thing with their cap situation. But that like that they could cut a guy and change that cap thing and then be able to make the deal that he wants and it could just happen out of nowhere yeah. so i have uh, a feeling something does get done soon me too i don't think he's going anywhere no um also lamar jackson said that uh dobbins might be back in a couple weeks um that does not bode well for jk dobbins week one no <laughs> or jk uh, dobbins owners in general i mean yeah i'm one of those owners it's, um, he all off season he talked about how he was going to be ready for week one. I questioned it. I 
I thought he was going to start the season on the pup list originally. So. Didn't he get mad at Ian so Rappaport mad. for reporting that he might not be ready for week one? I told, I mean, I told Twitter just today that he better be ready to reckon with Jesus because that's who <laughs> he said he was training with to be ready for week one. Yeah, it was. So. Yeah, I just don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't start him this week, even if if he's out there and he's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, even if he plays. Yeah, yeah. Same. The way the, the way that he just the way that Lamar was talking about it, I I would not have him out there. So, yeah. Um, Lamar, Lamar knows, too. guys. Trust me. <laughs> and it's definitely something to monitor, though, with that with, with the whole team in general. Uh, they're that whole team is just always injury prone, and so just keep an eye on where he's at, where his his rehab's at. We'll keep you guys posted what we hear. Um, as far as Dobbins goes, so. if Mike Davis is out there on your waivers, you should probably pick him up. <laughs> That's all I can do. Like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't he, think I... sh- he shouldn't be on waivers, but I'm also not chomping at the bit to. I don't think I can even start put, him. I don't even think I can put. <laughs> I, don't I know I... what you mean. You probably couldn't put him on your roster, but Jamping, at the same time, Jamping. I mean, I could. I could put him on my roster, but. He would like be at that bottom. He would. It would just be like, oh no. There's guys that are at the bottom of your roster right now who are not going to be getting the opportunity that Mike Davis will get. And I would still probably start them over Mike Davis. We saw Mike Davis had the opportunity <laughs> last like year. Like wincing right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, that was. Josh Edwards is on the IR, right? Yeah, yep. or on the pop, pop four pop. weeks minimum. Uh, it's him and Kenyon Drake. Right now, he's he's a starting running back for an NFL franchise. He should not be on waivers. There you go. I wouldn't start him either, though. I would not. I wouldn't start him. him. <laughs> uh, if you can, tr- if you can get him for free and trade him to the most RB needy team in your league, maybe the J.K. Dobbins owner. <laughs> <laughs> do that. Like, do try and capitalize because I don't think long term. And by long term, I mean like five weeks. I don't think he's going to continue to hold value. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders retires as a Denver Bronco today. This is bittersweet for me. Uh, I love Emmanuel Sanders. I'm so glad that he retired as a Denver Bronco. Uh, Sad to see him, you know, out of the league. I, you know, after the Achilles injury that he had, I don't know that ever really was like, as elite as he, you know, was or could have been, uh, still had an incredible career, and you know, he hats off to him. Yeah, I, Manny Sanders was uh, was a fun part of my a couple of of, of uh, squads, including a dynasty squad. So I hundred percent. I waited for a while. Yeah, <laughs> love, love watching that guy play. Uh, Super Bowl Fifty champion uh, with the Denver Broncos. So you know, hats off to him. Yeah. When uh when you retire as a donkey, do you have to like walk across the field with one? Or? Think think of something. You'll get it. Come on, come on. I know you can do better. I got than it. That. Uh, <laughs> Dawson Knox signs finally signs a contract extension with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I don't have the exact details of the contract, but I from what I've heard, he will be a top five paid tight end now. Yeah, he got the bag, is, which is huge. Uh you know, kind of makes it interesting to see. Obviously they're, they're all in on him. I I like it. Does that give you guys like more? I mean, he was going very end to maybe even undrafted as far as tight ends on like a 10 team. You know, I don't think he got drafted in our league of record draft. No, I picked him up after I drafted Zach Ertz and then it looks like Ertz is probably not going to play. So 
does this give you more confidence in Knox as like a viable fantasy starter at the tight end position? You think, or I've always, I've always thought of him as like a viable fantasy starting option. Like I like Dawson Knox. It's a pass heavy offense. Yep. Uh, Seems Josh touchdown Allen. dependent to me usually. Definitely. And you know, I just think, I think we're going to have to see what the emergence of Gabe Davis really is because Dawson Knox was a big target for yep. uh, Josh Allen last season, especially toward the end of last season. But I certainly think that Dawson Knox is going to get his. I mean, I still think he's a, a viable flex op or, a, you know, streamable option at tight end. Sure. Um, so definitely. I mean, like he's 25 years old. This a lot of times is the age where we see tight ends kind of take a step forward. Do you think there's any chance he could have like a top three tight end season over the next couple of years or maybe even several over the next couple of years? Take an actual step forward and become more than just a streamer. That's what I like about this contract signing is that it makes more of an option to me in a dynasty. I'm becomes all of a sudden somebody that's attached to Josh Allen for the next foreseeable future. So that was why I was fading more of Dalton Schultz in, in dynasty was because he doesn't have that contract yet. So he could go to a place where he becomes irrelevant. Yep. But and that Dawson happens a Knox, lot with tight ends. Yeah. But Dawson Knox is going to be, he's going to be with Josh Allen. And yep. anytime you're with Josh Allen, you certainly have the chance to be a top three tight end. You yep. definitely catch more than 10 touchdowns. hundred percent season. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. And cool. So I can train. Another, another piece of really good news. Uh, Chris Godwin sheds his knee brace at practice. Woo. Showing a lot of confidence in his knee. Looked great out there. He might've been the steal of early drafts this year. Easily pump. I cranked him out in underdog when I was getting him like in the sixth, late sixth round in underdog. It was amazing. Uh, so he pretty could excited. still need a little time to get Definitely. back to 100%. I mean, we'll go just over that. that he that avoided too. the pup and yeah. is going to start probably week, week one. one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to go over that too. Like, as far as like flex this week, how we feel about that. Um, like you mentioned before, Zach Ertz looks like he's day to day ahead of week one. That one is definitely something to monitor up until game day. If yep. you if you have uh, someone that you can drop or can keep an eye on at the tight end position uh, for week one, do it because if he's a no go, you gotta be able to either move him into your IR spot, and if you don't have an IR spot, you need to have that backup plan ready because it's not looking very good for him. Yeah, to, it also doesn't look like they're gonna and you know in any hurry say that he's out and yeah you know your apps won't reflect that until probably. Game right day. before game st- right before the game starts yeah. so definitely have that backup plan ready uh it's also you know so if if he is a go and he's good to go there is not a lot of other options in Arizona right now uh i think i heard rondell moore was battling an injury as well uh and is questionable uh they've got deandre hopkins that's suspended, suspended. so you've basically got hollywood brown and Zach Ertz. And so, and a couple running backs, James Conner. Yes. But I'm talking like, as far as your really primary targets, you know, you're kind of slowing down there. So really makes Hollywood Brown a big target uh, this week. Definitely. I mean, obviously get him in your lineups too. Um, Another big one, James Robinson, who tore his Achilles in week 16 of last season, which is absolutely insane that I'm about to say this is going to be playing week one against Washington 
with no snap count. <laughs> Never, ever did I think I would say something like that. Is this a faster recovery time than even ETN had? This man ate his weeds. You mean or, uh, uh, Acres? Acres. I don't know. It's pretty close. It's close. This is ridiculous. Now, Acres was preseason last year and he came back week 17. So it's pretty close. I do have to say, though, yes, he's back. Yes, he's playing week one, but we have to see what he looks like when he plays. Yeah, you got to be careful. I would not put him in your flex this week if you can avoid it. Uh, You know, deeper leagues, obviously. He was drafted to be put into a flex position, but if you can avoid starting him this week, I definitely would. Just because he's back, we've seen running backs come back, and they don't really amount to much. So you have to monitor this. You have to monitor where he's at in this. I, To me, it I'm not fading ETN very much. I'm still really high on ETN. He's still the pass catching back there, and I, I'm, I'm not really fading him week one, uh, but James Robinson I would certainly monitor. Um, yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable starting Robinson. He's on my bench in a couple of different leagues. Uh, ETN, yeah, it's, go ahead and smash him, especially if he's in your flex. Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, Chase Ed- Edmonds has a groin injury. He did not practice today. Uh, last I heard, though, the coach said that it shouldn't be an issue and he should be a full go. Uh, for Sunday, they were just taking it easy with him today so that he was ready for the game on Sunday. So Look, this team cut... Uh, uh, Sony Michelle. Mm-hmm. If uh, if Raheem Mostert is on your waiver wire, you need to go pick him up. A hundred percent, you should have him on your your a roster. I don't like if groin injuries a, going into the season. Yeah, if you've got just if like you drafted Gallup at the end of your draft, or you drafted any of these other guys who are a little banged up, or who started on the pup, or anything like that, and you can throw them in your IR spot, and you can go grab Raheem Mostert. He could very well be like the top priority week one, and you may already have him on your bench. Uh, it also looks like uh, George Kittle came up with uh, an injury. Uh, did not practice today, a groin injury as well. Uh, did not practice today. We, we made this joke during our draft about how we're waiting on George Kittle to be healthy, and then he'll be that elite tight end again. I mean, he's still an elite tight end, but he could take that jump to – outdo everybody he's that good and we just can't get him healthy like he yep. just he can't stay healthy that it's because little caveat yes <laughs> he he plays so dangerous when he plays though yep. and that's what it is those uh, are some of my favorite players man i like guys who are willing to thrash their body to get the job done yeah you know, it's great Michael you on your team. the same way too i had uh, him as my keeper for two years and it pained me at how many games he missed and so like I don't wish injury on anybody. I want George Kittle to be great. Like I do. Yep. I I think he has what it takes to be the tight end one if he can stay healthy all the time. And he just he can't play a full season. Uh, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, and Drake London all returned to practice and were full participants. Big news. Let's go. That's that's huge. Excited for all those guys. Yes, I can't wait. I, I we'll talk about Drake London here in a little bit because I'm actually kind of a little bit torn on him. Yeah, uh, if you drafted Higgins or Waddle, they're almost certainly in your lineup. That's fine. If yeah. you drafted Drake London, he might be a flex option for you, and uh, we'll look at him compared to some other guys maybe and see uh, see what we think. So, yeah. but I, I I wouldn't fade him if you need to start him. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Darren Waller not listed on the injury report. Uh, do you guys have finally some good tight end news um no not 
I didn't see anything else other than he was just not listed, which and should start week one. So, Good. Good. yeah, he was. Uh, he had he had a uh, sprained contract or something like that. <laughs> yeah, still not settled, but he's he's ready to go. So, fired his uh, agent. Thankfully, uh, should should be settled soon. I I, 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 I could it imagine maybe he had something going on, but it seems like he's okay now. I so. did hear he had the the hamstring injury, yeah. but. It seems to have, have gone away and he should be good to go. So, well, now we're going to jump into basically we're, we're just going to go over some players that we and our leagues are are having some issues with deciding on a flex. And these might give you guys some ideas on who to possibly flex on your own or where you guys are torn at with some of these players. Uh, so I'm going to lead off with one of mine. This is one of the, this is a dynasty league. Uh, where where I'm at, and I do have a little bit of a deeper roster on this one, so that's why you're gonna see these three players. These typically won't all be like flex options for everybody, but just in case they are. So I've got uh, a flex decision between Javante Williams, Travis Etienne, and Cortland Sutton, and the big one for me, and the, I'm I'm more torn between Javante and Sutton because uh, I think both of them I think both of them can outscore ETN this week, and it kind of depends on the direction that the Seahawks and Broncos game really goes on Monday night. Yeah, it seems game script dependent. Which one of those guys is going to be? And that's the where one. I'm torn. Like. I think Russ is going to want to cook Seattle. Like we I do. think he's going to want to prove, and he's probably heard all of the Seahawks fans talking about how washed he is and all yep. this stuff. And I think he's going to be ready to go, which is why I'm really leaning towards Sutton. I have Sutton in my lineup right now. Uh, but if it is a blowout early, I think Javante also ends up getting a lot of work in the second half. Yep. And so it's, yeah, I, I I don't like the fairy tale narrative where it's like, oh, the perfect thing happens. Russell Wilson goes and he smashes the Seahawks and like this amazing performance or whatever. Like that stuff just never really happens. The huge performances come out of nowhere and he'll have some of those this year. Uh, I think this game, they're going to get off to an early lead. They can run the ball on the Seahawks probably pretty well. And uh, I think Javante is the play here personally. But I think Sutton's a good shot because they could get out to that early lead with a touchdown to Sutton. So yeah. um, I, I prefer Javante. I think the volume is just more guaranteed there. And um, especially if this is a uh, half PPR standard, that's the way I'd go. And a full PPR, Sutton's a little more, maybe that's the way I'd go in there. Because I prioritize wide receivers once you get to full PPR. Yeah, yeah so same. I was this one is a, this is a half PPR. So yeah, I guess I we should Javante. mention that one. Yeah, it's real tough because I, you know, I'm trying to find a way to get both of these guys in the lineup. Really, I mean, <laughs> the it, like, here, let me let me tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell everybody why these are my my flex options. It's actually kind of funny. I I'm struggling here, so I got Derrick Henry and Kamara starting yeah, at my two struggling. running backs. This is a humble brag. Is all this hundred <laughs> percent? This is the greatest feeling ever. Oh, and I have Nick Chubb. I forgot to throw that in there too. And then I have uh, Michael Pittman and Devonte Adams. So. <laughs> You know, I guess I could Gross. I could flex Sutton and Javante and bench Chubb 
But he's playing Carolina, and I kind of like that too. So. An embarrassment of riches over here. Oh, it's beautiful. That was no. the best rebuild I've ever done. Uh, I, honestly, I like Sutton for the big play potential. I think he has more of a shot to score thirty points than fantasy points, you know, than Javante Williams does. So, if you need to take a big swing, that's probably where I would go. But otherwise, you know, if you've got a setup roster and you've got Javante Williams, and you're like that's my guy and you think he's going to finish as a top 10 RB, go ahead, put, put Williams in there, man. I think I have him as like my RB 12 this week. So it's, 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 <laughs> it's like, it's literally, it's I, actually, I think the Seahawks I have, are bad. They're bad. They they're, are like, there could easily be Sorry, Seattle three fans. or four turnovers that the Broncos get where they leave a short field. And that tends to lead to running backs having 100%. massive success. So I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. That, that's where I've been. That, I've, I've literally swapped them in and out like six times in the last like two days. And I will probably continue to swap them out six times until Sunday. Uh, <laughs> it is against you. So I guess we'll find out what I decide with. Uh, so one more I've got, this one's a little bit different. This is a 12 team full PPR league uh, where I'm, I'm torn on who to flex here. I've got Drake London, uh, Chris Godwin, and Rashad Penny. Um, again, we're at the Broncos and Seahawks game with Rashad Penny, although I think he's going to get a lot of the work. They run the ball a lot. Uh, he's he's healthy going into week one, finally. Chris Godwin I'm torn on because, yes, I know he shed the knee brace, but like, how ready actually is he? And then you've got Drake London, who's back at practice, and – you know, that offense, who knows what that offense is going to be, what Drake London's going to be. We didn't get to see much of him in the preseason. So where would you guys go there? I'm struggling here, man. Um, these are all good flex options. I'm worried about Godwin coming back from injury and, you know, week one just couldn't. It might not be that he's part of the game plan because they didn't even know he was going to be there. Yeah. So that's that's an issue that I'm worried about with him. Rashad Penny somebody that I want to get in this lineup, but then I'm also so scared that the Broncos come out and start just trouncing them. Yeah. And then he gets game scripted out. There's no, you know, there's Ken just Walker, trying to pass the ball. He's out, right? Week one? Yeah, I believe so. Almost certainly. It's not, they haven't declared him out yet, but it doesn't sound like he's going to be available. So and with he, all the talk they've been given to Rashad Penny too, saying he's, yeah. he's the RB1 and, yeah. And I, I still think he couldn't be included in the, in the past game too. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that work's going to be split up a little bit, though, with Travis Homer. Yeah. And uh, so I'm really part of me wants to take the the leap on London and London's actually in my lineup right now. But I was I was torn between London and and Penny. Like those are the two that I I think I'm going to fade Godwin this week uh, just because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where he's at. Um, That's how my ranking of this would go is London, Penny, Godwin. Okay. The uh, the scary part for me with London is that the the over under on that Saints Falcons game is forty two and a half. The Saints have a good defense. I don't know how much the Falcons are going to be able to do there. Um, but do you think that game tough. could be a blowout too, where London could end up with a garbage time touchdown? I could see I that. I do. I do think it could easily be a blowout. I really, really, we're going to talk about him later. I love Alvin Kamara for like DFS, at DFS this week. And like, uh, if you just, I mean, if you drafted him, he's going to be a smash play this week as your RB1. I think he could easily be the RB1 on the week. 
So I love Alvin Kamara in that matchup. Um, it could lead to a lot of volume. Even if they're struggling, London could end up with a lot of volume there. Uh, I really like Pitts because I think that volume is a little more guaranteed. So, yeah, um, you know, start those guys. But personally, I think I'm going to go. I think I am going to go Penny. I think it'd go Penny, London, Godwin for me. Half for full PPR in this one? Full PPR. Full PPR. Oy, that that kind of makes me want to lean London a little bit. I still think Penny's probably an okay flex. The only thing that worries me is we haven't really seen London on the field much. So I don't know where he's going to be at in that offense. We, you know, that that's kind of my only fear for week one. So it's, uh, it's like the only trustworthy guy here is Godwin and he's coming back from injury. I know (laughs) that's why this is a, terrible if he weren't banged up he would be the (laughs) it wouldn't even be a question it wouldn't even be in here too easy all right uh so let's go to 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 jordan's one of yours you've got is uh melvin oh i'll go to my second one first okay go ahead so uh this one's a uh full ppr team and i'm looking at isaiah mckenzie raquan or ramondre stevenson and josh palmer um a pretty deep league so you know this is what it is i feel like these are the three that have like the most upside this week and that's who i'm looking at flexing so what do you Mm. guys think of those three options we got ramondre stevenson up against uh the miami dolphins i don't hate that at all um i would probably take him over mckenzie but i i want to see what happens with josh palmer all the hype Makes I'm, me want to put him in my lineup, but I think I would stick with Ramondre personally. To me, I, I would, for now, I would fade Josh Palmer. As much as I would love to throwing him, throw him in my lineup, he's only going to be in there in three wide receiver sets, which, yes, they do run some quite a few three wide receiver sets. And they just pass the ball a ton. And he does have the chance to catch that bomb touchdown. I mean, he could explode and you just don't even see it coming. Um, Isaiah McKenzie is interesting to me, too. I I'm curious to see what he does tomorrow um, in general uh, with that offense. I I'm glad to see that he's off the injury report yep. and he's back out there. But at the same time, the fact that he was going into the week with the injury report, I'd probably fade him a little bit more to me. Ramondre is the start uh, of these three. I think it's your safest start. And I think he could have a big opportunity in this game. Um, definitely. That's where I would lean. Cool. Cool. Uh, my next one also has Ramondre Stevenson. This is a different league, um, where I'm very deep at wide receiver. My running backs are not, uh, the greatest in the world, but they're pretty decent. So I'm trying to figure out who to start at running back to between Ramondre Stevenson and Melvin Gordon in that matchup versus Seattle where I feel like those running backs really could just yeah. absolutely smash. This one's a lot harder for me. This one's a lot closer than the other one. I, we went over the the running back room and what it could do to, to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I currently have Gordon game. in my lineup. And I think both Javante and Melvin Gordon could easily get into the end zone. Uh, same. On they could both have very good games at the, yeah. same, at the same time. If we still see the 50-50 split or close to that, that's going to leave, all, you know, and then we assume that Denver's leading this game. That's going to leave a lot of carries there for both of those guys. This is going to be like Gordon's always been a, an end zone, like had a nose for the end zone. So. Yeah. 
I'm just calling it right now, though. Denver's only going to win by like two points because it's week one, <laughs> and week one is so messed up. Do not. Yes, don't be like, don't bet on week one. <laughs> I hate betting on week one. I, you know me. I'm, I'm <laughs> I know, probably the one of the whole group that bets like the most out of all of us. I hate betting on week one. Do not. I'll, do I it. will. I will take like <laughs> unless five. you're betting on Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins and it's baby. over on yardage. <laughs> yes. Um. To me, on this one, I would go Mel. Is this is this a half PPR? This is a half PPR league, or this is a full PPR? Ooh, it honestly doesn't doesn't change it for me. Melvin I'm still Gordon. going Melvin Gordon yeah. over Madre. Um, that's not like going to be the case every week. It's the matchup. Yeah, the- I do think the matchup's too good. And if if for some odd reason it turned out to be an even bigger blowout than we anticipate. So I think the spread's only like six and a half points, but if it ended up being a bigger blowout than that, Melvin Gordon could get a lot more of the carries, and they don't use Javante very much too. That's the other thing. I think Gordon's going to see a lot of work at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, it could be one of those things where Javante does gen- just take over by by the end of this yeah, season. Yeah, it's a fifty-fifty, and then toward the end of the season, it's a sixty-sixty-five. Yeah. So right now, you're getting probably the most valuable touches out of Gordon and against a really good matchup. Yeah, so. I would definitely lean Gordon on that one. Cool, cool. Um, all right, Yosh, what do you got? Yours are juicy. Mine are nice. I've, I've got some good options on both of these. Uh, so in a half PPR league, I was lucky enough to have Gabe Davis as a keeper. So I've got him as an option here up against Allen Robinson and Chase Edmonds. Who do you guys think I should shove there in my, my flex spot? Gosh, all okay. those are... I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to start him in the flex, but I'm putting either Gabe Davis or Allen Robinson in this lineup. I think this this Thursday night matchup is going to be good for fantasy. Over-under is like 51 52, points. I believe. Yeah, 52 oh. points. It, you want players in this game. To me, uh, I am, for week one, uh, I would go Gabe Davis uh, on this one. I, I do want to see what Allen Robinson can do, but... The last we did see of Allen Robinson, yeah, he's a sour, sour taste year. in my mouth. Still, like I'm, I'm high on him. You guys, yeah. we've talked about this. I love, I love where he's at this year. I think he's definitely going to finish as a wide receiver too this year. Um, but I, I want to see Gabe Davis, and I, I think he's going to have a huge week one. I'd go That's Davis. The thing. He's in my lineup right now. I'm putting my money where my mouth has been all off season, and I'm yeah. putting him in my flex. I am. I, than the biggest truther. I have a league where I have Diggs and Gabe Davis. Yeah, Would I know. you start both? No, trade me Davis. <laughs> <laughs> trade me Gabe Davis, and then we can both start. Well, I already you what you're um, is not if that's, I mean, if that's the case, like I would suggest trying to ship one of those guys probably because you can get really good value out of both of them, and you're not gonna get the all of the touchdowns out of both of them every week. Yeah, so. I'm I'm kind of waiting. I truly believe in Gabe Davis. So I'm waiting for him to become a known quantity rather than like, oh, he might have a bunch of upside. Like if he hits over the first two weeks, his value is going to skyrocket. Yeah, and if this week Gabe Davis is the best option you have at flex and you have Stephon Diggs as your wide receiver one, I don't mind it. Go ahead, man. Yeah, in a game with a over 50 point mm-hmm. over under. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, my next one is uh, a full PPR league, and this is a dynasty league too. So that was this was a, a fun one. I got Thielen at a really cheap discount, and so I have Juju, Thielen, or Bateman all as options this week. Wow, 
Thielen plays Green Bay, if I'm correct. Yep. Juju gets Arizona, and Bateman, Bateman gets, gets the, Jets. the Jets. Wow. But, but, but Bateman gets the Jets. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to... I'm probably going to take the biggest swing for the fences on this one, though. Um, I think Juju is your biggest, like, what could happen, but he could also explode. Um, I like Juju this week against Arizona, and I think that's going to be a very high-scoring game as well. I'm not sure what the over-under is, but I can almost guarantee it's over 50. 53 and a half. Yeah, massive. Um, Thielen isn't bad, but Thielen's the lowest to me. Uh even though that guy just somehow always finds the end zone. He finds the end zone against Green Bay a lot, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> actually, I would say probably Bateman is actually the lowest for me because that game, I think, should be over very quickly. Yeah, I uh, see that. The- theoretically, that game should be over very quickly. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess Lamar and Andrews can just get it done by themselves pretty much on the yeah. offensive side, and they, yeah. they wouldn't necessarily have to use Bateman. Although... Before Lamar's injury last year, Hollywood Brown was getting like a lot of volume and was great for fantasy. And if that transfers over to Bateman as well, like it's not really going to affect Mark Andrews like at all. It's it's yep. gonna be those two that I'm projecting it more that way that they're the they're kind of the one and two, and then it's everybody else after that. Yeah, and it's everybody else and nobody else is the thing. Yeah, is... that, yeah, nobody else for fantasy. Yeah. So here's an interesting one for you. You know, on Sleeper, you can bet on the, like, over-under projections. Yeah. Rashad Bateman's over-under is 45 and a half receiving yards. I'll take the over. I think I'd go under. Isn't that crazy? It's 45 and a half against the Jets. Yeah. The, the only issue is that the Ravens are, are lacking so much depth at running back that, like, what are they going to do? Give give mike davis the ball 40 times yeah, like this is no, why i like can't Bateman. really do that so yeah to me i i would go juju thielen bateman but i could also switch the bateman and thielen pretty easily but sure. to me juju's i'd start juju juju's the in matchup the yep i love the matchup the point total all of that i just think and he looked great in camp with mahomes and you just have patrick mahomes throwing juju the ball and i can't wait to see what happens there like pretty anxious to see what that turns into be even though the Mahomes mm. did just come out and say that he's really sorry to everybody that is doing fantasy football because it's going to be a different wide receiver each week but yep I read that how today. many wide receivers do they actually have that it could be a different wide receiver every week so I still really like Juju three I mean not counting Kelsey who it's going to be every week but so Juju you and Hardman, Hardman score and score more score more Sky Moore? Sky Moore. Like, I guess Sky Moore is a fourth option. I don't have as much faith in him as, like, as I do in just the target I volume. I think I have more faith in him than Meekle Hardman. Hardman. I mean, Hardman had, uh, what, at least 80 Hardman's targets last year? Yeah. 85 targets, right. something like that? Like, Score more. I think that's going to be a nickname. Yeah, I know. I know he's been disappointing for fantasy for everybody, but he's actually been really involved in this offense, and he's uh, like worth a lot more to their offense than he is for fantasy. So, right. Um, I rostered him just strictly because. I mean, yeah, we could Tyree kill out. I mean, you we could, could see, see some of those deep bombs to him. You know, so could be kind of interesting. So, yeah, this mm. is uh, this is going to be. 
Well, it is somebody there's going to be valuable every week, and uh, I think there's a good bet. Juju's, you know, one one of the guys that's more often than not valuable. So we've we've got a, a second. Um, I was going to ask you guys: Do you have any like uh, cheap guys or late round guys from really deep leagues that you want to encourage people to like try and get in their flex that maybe they're like. You know, if if you don't have options or maybe if your option is injured this week or, you know, and you've got a deep league or you've just, you know, you've, you're in a bad situation already in week one. Hopefully you're not, but maybe you drafted a month ago, you know, but maybe somebody that, you know, might be at the bottom of a roster that you feel comfortable starting. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. One that I could throw out there that interests me a lot this whole season is KJ Osborne. Nice. I um, love that. You know, he's uh, he could he could end up being somebody that you're looking at toward a, a flex option at the end of the season. So, you know, KJ Osborne's definitely one that I could think of uh, just that was literally just off the top of my head. Um, um, you know, I don't know if Robert Woods is far enough down the list, but I would feel comfortable flexing him this week because he's playing the, against the Giants. And we've never seen anything out of Traylon Burks on an NFL field. So he might just be. The one, I mean, obviously Derrick Henry's gonna probably run all over the Giants, but you got to pass sometimes. So, I think for me, the one I'm looking at is if he's gonna play, Rondale Moore. Definitely, I like yeah, that too. Moore is a good option. I was looking at Jalen Tolbert too. That, that is who I was just about to mention. That that interests me a little bit this week too because they're going against Tampa Bay. I'm pretty sure the over under on that one's pretty high as well. Uh, so it is, yeah, fifty-one for Cowboys and Bucks. Yeah, so that's a big one too. So I could, you know, this week's got some bangers, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Cowboys, Bucks, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Cardinals, and then tomorrow night's game with the Rams and Bills are all over fifty money. points. Money, and it's and like, that's where you want your DFS lineups, yeah. especially. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So, uh, I could, I could definitely see that. So we're going to move into a new segment that we've never done before, and we're going to get this going every week. So we are going to be doing the SmackDown. So basically uh, what we're going to be doing is, is we're all going to be doing a uh, DFS lineup using DraftKings. Every week. Every single week we're going to be competing against each other. Uh, to see who can put together the best DFS lineup. So I'll, let's go. Let's go through. So first, let's do do quarterbacks. Um, my quarterback this week is uh, Trey Lance going against Chicago. Uh, he was only six thousand on uh, DK, which I think was a steal as I started going down and seeing some of the cheaper cheaper players going against Chicago. I know it's his, you know his first start now that it's his whole team and, but everyone's healthy. Everyone's ready for him. I think it's a great start. That's who I went with at quarterback. I love taking Trey Lance. It might be the cheapest you get him all season. Yep. Yep. I agree. What about you, uh, Jordan? Who'd you go with at quarterback? I spent up a little bit. I took Kyler, uh, in this matchup against Kansas city. Great choice. So yeah, partially cause I love the stack that I took with him, but, uh, yeah, I liked him for 7,200 on DraftKings. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah, I went ahead and went cheap and I uh, got Matt Ryan because I love the matchup this week at Houston. I had Matt Ryan in one of my lineups. I yeah, did. and I went ahead and got the stack too because, uh, yeah, him and, and Michael Pittman Jr. are just too cheap together. 
yeah. to let that go. So let's go over our two running backs. So my two running backs, I, I spent up on running backs. Uh, I did get Jonathan Taylor uh, going against Houston. So I spent up big on that one. Love it, though. Going against Houston, it should be massive this week. Yeah, I'm playing some guys on Indy this week. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then I got DeAndre Swift as my my other running back. So, Jordan, who, do, who are you starting at running back this week? So I uh, I took Alvin Kamara, who at 7,600, yeah, he's spendy, but I love Kamara this week. I think he could easily Easy. be RB1. Yeah. And then uh, I tried to save a little bit with my RB2. I took Chase Edmonds. I thought he was a pretty good deal at uh, 5,200. Love it. I, I had I had another lineup where I had Kamara and Edmonds in it, so I, I, I love that. Those are both really yeah. good ones. I, I went ahead and spent up this week, and I took uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, they get to play the Giants. And like I said earlier, he's going to just run all over them, so that was worth it to me to spend up. And then uh, Christian McCaffrey gets to play. Ooh, you got both of them in a lineup? Cleveland. I did. Wow. I went ham at running back, yes. Jeez. Okay. Uh, that's, that's money. So let's go into our three wide receivers now. So I got the stack with Trey Lance and I took Brandon Ayuk at 5,300, 5,200. Uh, Trey Lance and Ayuk have had a great rapport through camp, um, against Chicago. Just loved the stack, especially at the price. Uh, I did go with Elijah Moore at 5,100. I talked about that earlier. The Joe Flacco with Elijah Moore. I just, you know, I think they could fall behind early and he's just going to get peppered with targets. Uh, and then, of course, I had to go with uh, Michael Pittman Jr. I don't think you're ever going to get Pittman this cheap again at 5,500. I'm pretty sure Pittman's in all of our lineups. Uh, he's in mine. I Confirmed. Believe so. Yes. OK, so, yeah, he's too cheap. Um, and going against uh, Houston, he should just feast against them. So. Uh, Jordan, who do you got at your three wide receivers? The only scary thing with Pittman is that it could easily just be a runaway Jonathan Taylor 200-yard yep. game where they just do not need to throw the ball. But uh, I've got Pittman with 5,500. I took the Hollywood Brown stack. He was 6,200. And uh, again, that over-under. And so then I went the opposite side and took Juju at 5,200. Nice. Nice. Love those. I got three wide receivers. I got uh, Marquise Brown also. So I got Hollywood in that huge over-under game, Arizona. And then we have uh, Michael Pittman, like I said, is in all of our lineups. And then I took Rashad Bateman because he's really cheap at just 5,300. He gets to play the Jets. And there's a chance that could be done in the first quarter. And, you know, he could be a huge part of that just right away. Everybody's stacked at wide receiver, I got to say. I think, yep. I think this is going to be a fun week. At tight end, I went ultra cheap. Uh, I went with David Njoku uh, playing against Carolina. I I I just like the the matchup. I know how much uh, Jacoby Brissett targets tight ends. Yeah, he and on tight ends. At thirty nine hundred dollars, I couldn't pass up the deal to be able to go a little bit higher at flex. So I went with David Njoku. Who do you got it? I took Gerald Everett. I also went cheap at tight end, thirty eight hundred. Uh, he's, you know, in the Vegas and, uh, and chargers game, which again has a over 50 point over under. So I'm all in on that. Just wanted to take a, a flyer there at tight end on a guy who might get a touchdown in a high scoring game. Like nice. it. Like it. I went with Dallas Goddard. He was uh 4,500. He gets to play at Detroit. And I think that game is going to be higher scoring than a lot of people anticipate. Both those teams have pretty dang good offenses. And, uh, you know, Detroit has, a has, 
a significantly worse defense. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, I like Goddard to to get in the end zone this I, week. I like Goddard too. I think that's a, that's a good. Play. I almost set a lineup with uh, Hertz Goddard stack. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the flex, I uh, I was able to pay up just a little bit. So I got Deontay Johnson uh, going against Cincinnati at six thousand. Uh, I like. I like that. I, I think that they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. Uh, Deontay Johnson is going to get his. Um, he got, you know, he got paid to do it. He had caught passes all over the field last year. I really like him this week. Uh, I think it should be an interesting lineup. And and for six thousand, it was it was then the 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 cards for me. So, what nice. about you, Jordan? What do you got to flex? I flexed Hunter Renfro. I was worried about Waller, and now hearing that he's certainly going to be out there, I may swap that out. But uh, currently, I have Hunter Renfro at fifty eight hundred. Nice. So you spent up kind of flex too. Yeah. I went ahead and uh, punted flex, and I spent thirty four hundred on Randall Cobb. Uh, there's news about uh, Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard may not yeah. be playing in Week One, and we have no idea who the wide receiver one is going to be. This yeah, week, so I took a gamble and rolling the dice on old Randall Cobb. That's how you ended up with Henry and CMC. Yes, sir. Makes a lot more sense now. And for my defense, I went with the Philadelphia Eagles. I am hoping that it is not a lot closer game, like you said. Uh, <laughs> well, I did mention their defense is significantly better than the Lions. Yeah, so. maybe a couple of pick sixes. I'll be cool with that. Um, yeah, so I, I, I went with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, against the Detroit Lions at 3,100. I took the Panthers DST. They're playing uh, home against the Cleveland Browns. They are 3,400. I feel like this could end up being a really low-scoring game. Um I'm not confident in either offense all that much other than outside of like Christian McCaffrey and Nick Chubb. So you could just see a lot of running. It could be a slow game and a low scoring game. Nice. Um, I took a really cheap D with uh, Washington. The commanders, they get to play home against Jacksonville. And I think that, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to probably throw a couple picks in that game too. So that's an interesting one. Cause I feel like, I feel like I want to say Lawrence is going to take a leap this year, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I betting just, on it not happening. Week <laughs> not one. happening week one. Okay, <laughs> I get it. So we will be we'll we'll, we'll figure out what some sort of uh, punishment will be for this uh, penance. Post some <laughs> post some pictures or something on on Twitter. We're not going to um, do it for this week because, yeah. uh, frankly, this is the first time that Josh and I, well, maybe not Josh, this is the first time I've done DSF, DFS at all. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was definitely, it was definitely, we just, we just, I really wanted to do something like this because I, we enjoy the, the banter between us and this is just one more thing to, to kind of throw at each other for, for the fun of it and add in a little bit of punishment to, to the podcast so it should be pretty entertaining we're gonna have to buy a whiteboard or something to keep track of uh like wins and losses and stuff yeah definitely and we we will be getting on uh youtube soon and airing these uh we're trying to get all the stuff set up and get the room set up and everything so we can get all this stuff recorded for you guys live and and uh get it on youtube and stuff so we can have those episodes live so you'll actually be able to see the punishment uh which will be very entertaining i promise you this whole season it'll be very funny uh so let the we'll, we'll be good to go there so um thank everybody for you know hanging out with us uh episode eight it has been it's been amazing uh like really honestly the support that everybody has given us uh, we are well over 200 downloads now, which is incredible. It's It's gone 
a lot yeah. faster than than we anticipated. We we really hope you guys enjoy listening to our our content, and, and we get to start the season on a high note. Yes, with more listeners than ever, and I'm excited about it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we really appreciate it. You guys can find us on Twitter on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. Um, you can find me on Twitter at BCFF underscore Brandon. I'm on Twitter at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I am at BCFF underscore Josh. And uh, make sure to hit that follow and like button. And we really appreciate everybody stopping by. Thank you guys so much. Oh, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yes, thank you guys.